vegan. I am vegan. Welcome everyone to the first episode of I Am Negan, a Walking Dead Universe podcast. Some people may be saying, wow, why are they doing one now? You know, this show has been going on for, what, almost 10 years, right? Maybe even longer than that? I think it is already at this point. Well, there's plenty of content going on. We still have the season finale. We still have Fear. We now have World Beyond. We have a movie. We have the Negan Lives comic, if that keeps going. But they we do have an issue one. There's still a lot going on in this universe. We're still discussing it. Uh, earlier in this part of the season, season 10, we covered some of the episodes over at The Coalition, that is with a K, thecoalition.com, and we received a great response. A lot of people were into it, and uh, the feedback was pretty much what we were talking about right before uh, the show started. Is that a lot of people were just wondering what is going on with this franchise, and they've noticed not a lot of people talking about it like they used to, but there is a large following still, and we're some of those members and we are <laughs> Negan we're a part of that group so that's what this show is about we cover everything Walking Dead and my name is Adam Vale I am the host I am joined by Dana Abercrombie say what's up what's up here we go we got Richard Bailey Jr. what's up listeners and viewers and we got the one and only Carlos from Throwdown yo 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 what is going on what is going on all right people this is it this is what we've been waiting for. We Everything got put on hold because of COVID. We didn't get this when it was supposed to air, but here it is. This is season 10, episode 16, the finale. We have made it. Um, there's a lot to talk about with this one, and that's what we're going to get into. All the side chatter, no side chatter. We're going right into it. Mm-hmm. We were left off from the last episode 15 where we had Gabriel and the rest of the Alexandria crew with uh, Lydia and... Uh, Negan and Luke and I mean everybody else besides some of the other main ones which we'll get into they're all within the hospital you got the swarms with the whispers beta all of them in the crowd this is it that scene looked very dire at the end of episode 15 this is it right there's no way out when I saw that scene the first thing that popped up in my head I was thinking of if I remember I think it was like season two when they were at the prison that prison scene with the governor when the governor showed yeah. up, and that's what I picked up. I'm like, all right, well, if this is, if we're going based off of something like that, then there's going to be a back door. There's going to be a, another back way to get out. And there should be in a big facility like this. There has to be another entrance. You can't just rely on the front. But regardless, all right, so it starts off, they're in the hospital, and now they're trying to come out with the plan. We also see through that side door, and this was something that they showed during Talking Dead as a little teaser for this episode. That was the one with, you'll see Carol and Daryl, they find their way in. So now they're part of the group. Now everybody's there. Now they have to come up with a strategy. And this is also a key moment, which I'm going to bring it to the panel on this one, how they felt about this. Because I felt maybe too soon, but it's the part where Lydia sees Carol and they have this emotional moment where it's like, I forgive you for killing my mom. And it's, it's a weird type of time to connect on that. And I get it. I get it. It's Lydia has baggage with her mom, Alpha. There was a lot of issues, but I, I don't know. It's, it, it was something about that moment. What did you guys think? It's, it, it's weird because they, they seem to be set, setting them up, both Carol and Lydia, like pretty well. It's like they've been having a lot of conversations throughout the whole you know ordeal, even before the, the previous episode. But during this episode, everything, I don't know, it just seemed kind of forced to me. Yeah, like, that, that's what I'm saying. It felt like, well, why are you putting this now? And everything seemed too clean. Almost like, oh, no, everything is fine. Let's hug. We're cool now. Thank you. Everything's good. Let's move on. We're going to be happy. I was like, this is a trap, right? Something yeah. didn't seem right with that. But what about uh, Dana and Rich? You were cool with this uh, emotional moment that they were presenting? Uh, let me just start by saying the reason why they were so quick to have that interaction is because we saw in the previous episode Lydia had her time with Negan. In yep. her emotional breakdown with him. So we already know that when they killed off Alpha, it was because Negan and Carol had came up with this plan. So I, I figured they were going to have to tie up that loose end just so they could move on from this whole thing of her having conflict with Carol. So it's 
It, yeah, yeah, I do agree it was a bit forced, but I figured they had to, to do that because, again, they already had had it with Negan in the previous episode, so it, it made sense to move the storyline forward. Yeah, and it's not the only one that we saw from this because then Lydia has the same type of interaction with Negan. With the whole thing about, oh, you're going to be a hero, and this and this, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go with that, and it's, that's not me. And she's like, oh, you, it could be you, and it's like, all right. Uh, I said, well, yeah. You know, there was a lot of that. That definitely was also forced, for sure, because they had just reconciled in the previous episode, but to be that cool all of a sudden, is, yeah, it's kind of kind of quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so while that's happening, we get a, another cut. Now this does us with the other group, which is Eugene, Yumika, Princess, and um, Ezekiel. And they're doing the, the the trip over to the Commonwealth, right? They're going to meet the the, the contact that Eugene has inter- been interacting with over the, the radio. And they're having their own little uh, adventures on this. And, it, and this is also weird where Eugene then has this little nervous breakdown. It's like, I want to go back. Uh, I didn't understand that point. I, was, I guess they, they didn't really know where to go with it. So they were like, well, right. his, his bike broke down. Yeah, but still, they, they were all together. They're this far in. You know what I mean? It's like, I get it. You're on the bike. The bike breaks down, but you've already made it this far. Can he imagine taking that whole trip back, going through the minefield? If you guys remember from 15, there was that weird minefield that they had to go through. <laughs> That was yeah. very out of place. Uh, whatever. It was there. There's a minefield in town. It's just, you know, it's, it's it was kind of all jarring, though, like all of those situations, because it seemed like really forced. I don't know if there was an issue with the way the way we saw the episode. I don't know if some, something was cut out, but even a lot of the scenes, you know, there was a lot of uh, like they showed Maggie. They showed they showed all of the people. Oh yeah, yeah, in, and after yeah, we'll just split that in right here because that there was no dialogue in that. We get this cut of Maggie and she's looking at a map and then she's with the ninja. That's what I'm gonna call him, and uh, that's it. <laughs> and so okay, thanks. That's great. We, we see that she's here. All right, that's cool. All right, keep going. Yeah, so it's like there's a lot. They show they pretty much show every character that's it that's within contract. And it's like, okay, let's show everybody at the beginning. Like somehow we never, you know, we, we didn't get context to like Maggie was coming. Um, so they just showed it right away. They showed, you know, Ezekiel's crew. They showed, you know, the whispers, everyone, like they're just showing everyone. And then when we got back to Ezekiel and Eugene, it's like, they, they didn't really, and maybe I, I missed something, but they didn't give us context. They just, they just showed them with a bike broken down and eugene in the ground bleeding and crying and i'm like so why do you you were you were so upbeat like two seconds ago i mean two seconds ago is the last episode yeah yeah. well and that's what i'm saying that's mm -hmm. that's that's why it didn't really make much sense Uh, more like they was like well we need to throw an additional scene with this group right they're not gonna have any conflicts and any other interactions here so how do we still put them into this episode besides what what happens toward the end of this episode and i think the main reason for that is is to is for ezekiel because ezekiel kind of had like a moment yeah yeah he did he, he had his moment giving his speech about you know this is it this is what we got to do and and remember if for those who don't remember he has cancer yeah. so that was discovered in uh the previous episode he has cancer he's sick so this is it this is all or nothing there is no going back it's only so, going forward so so pretty much that that speech was is sort of similar to the speech he would give himself to keep going. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. Despite, despite the fact that he has cancer. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's exactly how I read it too. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then during the same little part, like you said, they're showing all the cast of characters and where they are. They have to show us Beta and the Whispers, and where are they? They're in this massive horde. Massive horde. I, I love the the whole CG, the whole process of the way they they put this together because it, it looked it looked massive. I've never seen. A horde like that besides i think the one episode where alpha was showing rick i think it was rick she was maybe it was rick or was it yeah i think it was rick where he was like oh look at what i have here and it was like a massive horde but anyway it was massive and he's telling uh the whispers in his own little way to destroy all to destroy he's just he's out for blood he wants to kill them all that's his goal so then we get the other cut oh, this cut this is where carol and daryl is with the group in the hospital and they're like coming up with a plan and the plan seems they have to just walk right through have to put on their hoodies that have all the guts and stuff on them so that way they can blend in with the dead and just take their chances but they know they know the whispers are among the dead that are there so they have another plan and that's to have cover fire right that's what we had just talked was it uh you said 
the the two people. It was like Dana. What was it with Dana? Rich. Which two people you the said? Two people with the that? arrows. The arrows. The two people that were providing cover fire. Well, uh, two I, don't, I only I only know of Diane. Diane. She, yeah, that's uh, it. I knew it was, it was Diane. Diane. It was it was Dana yeah. Diane. There you go, Diane. So that's the plan. You have cover fire. Watch them pretty much over it just to see if they can notice any little nicks or anything that just stands out regarding the the, the walkers that are, that are heading toward them to see if they approach them because then they would know. All right, that's a. And I'm sure also if a zombie gets too close or something. But I think it was really for the whispers because they knew. So. What did you guys get as sort of Beta's strategy in all of this? Because Beta was just, you know, letting, giving people orders, you know, to get the herd ready. Um, and then there was, like, also a contingency at the, at, the, at the door, and he was just chilling there. So I'm wondering, wh- what was his big plan? Like, That's I, a I good didn't question. Really... I think he was hoping that it would just, all the zombies would just, like, bum rush and just break through. And then they would mm-hmm. just flood in as well and then just pick them off. Because he, he didn't seem too concerned about a particular character that he wanted to go after. Like, I gotta get Daryl. Or I gotta get Negan. It was none of that. It was like he wanted them all dead. He didn't care. Or I gotta get my guitar. I gotta get my guitar. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing, right? So I think, yeah, that's that was the other part. It's like, all right, well, what do you want to do with this? What's your end goal? So they... that, that was my biggest issue. Well, not, not the biggest. That was one of my issues with the whole thing. It's like you have this powerful, I don't know, being, you know, this herd of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of walkers. But there's no plan. There's, there, there wasn't really relayed to us. It's just like, get them all. We're going into this thing and that's it. You know, so it, it didn't seem. And maybe the point of it was for them to look uh, sort of bad. But, you know, there, this was, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm just looking at it, you know, without rooting for one team or the other. I'm like, yo, you guys, you guys are ruining this. This is a bad plan. Beta, what? There's a reason why you're no, you'll never be alpha. Because this is pretty bad. Exactly. Hey, so let, let, I, I want to ask a quick question. And after I ask this question, uh, you need to go to Dana because I want to hear what her thoughts are as well. Um, comparing this to the, what actually happened in the comic was this a more satisfying way that they handled this whole encounter or did they do it better in the comic? Because I, I, as I recall, we had this discussion before there was a very graphic death scene for Gabriel. Um, there, yeah, there was a lot more in the comic. It was dragged out, of course, through a, a bunch of yeah. episodes, but there was a lot more that happened in a comic, especially during this battle. Cause this battle took, if I remember, it's like three episodes, three issues, I should say, of the comic. <laughs> three issues. It was it was massive. This was a massive battle, and it took place in different parts. It wasn't just at this location. It was another one. It, and uh, there was another key character that ended up dying, trying to save Eugene. It, it was sad. It was sad. There was a lot going on here. But then also remember, in the comic, Rick is still part of the group. So okay. there's also a Rick and Negan bonding moment that takes place. But that's not that's not happening here. Here we have the, the replacing Rick is Daryl, so it's <laughs> it's Negan and Daryl getting their bonding moment, right? Oh, yeah. they bonded. Yeah, they they yeah they definitely bonded. They definitely bonded. They bonded a little bit. We saw from the episode fifteen, issue fifteen, and uh, now we get over here. So now the point also for them not just to get out is that they set up, uh, I want to call it the party wagon. That's with the boombox and the music. And their plan, because they were like, well, we're going to get to this wagon. We're going to turn on the music and we're going to lure the herd over to, or the horde over uh, a cliffside. Which I didn't, I don't know where the hell this cliffside is in that area, but there was a massive cliffside. And that's it. Right. And then we just fall over the, the side of the cliff. That was the plan. So we have Gabriel and some of the other adults taking care of the kids, and they're like, all right, we'll stay here. You guys make a run for it. Or, well, not make a run, but try to get through the horde, get to that point, and then hopefully they can get out of the situation. So they start heading through. We got Luke, we got Carol, we got Daryl, we have a few other the members. They're getting through. Something happens. One of the, the members of the group, one of the lesser members, I think we talked about it, it's not one of the key characters, bumps into one of the whispers. I mean, uh, one of the, the dead. They eat her. Right? It's gone. That's one. Then there was another one who had an interaction with uh, a Whisperer. Notice the Whisperer. There's an interaction. Then the Whisperer also got eaten on that one. At this time, Beta noticed something's going on. Right? He's hearing a lot of commotions. He's trying to rally up some of the other ones. He, he's starting to put two and two together. Because there, there shouldn't be all this commotion going on within the Horde. Unless 
unless they're feeding and they're having some interactions with humans and then that's what's going on. so now he's trying to move the horse he was like come on we got to move the horse we got to move so he's turning away which is good right that's what they wanted gabriel and the guy well not so much uh, good for the group that's going through but good for gabriel and, and the kids in there right so another key moment and this this is very telling but you know what the, i I guess we would all do the same with when one of the, the, the members of the group uh, also gets attacked and so it's, it's getting eaten by the horde and she starts screaming for Carol and then you see Carol's face and she just like sort of cringes and she's like, I'm just going to keep walking and keeps keeps walking straight and already Daryl and Luke, they're all walking through. They're like, yeah, we just got to keep going. But what did you guys think of that scene? I mean, I thought it was kind of intense. It was kind of cool. The first time they showed it, the first time we've seen that when they did that, where they had to put the guts and walk through, that was also pretty intense. So I think this this also provided that same feeling. Did you guys enjoy that, Dana? Did you enjoy this? Look, Dana, you're real low. You're real low. Maybe a too far back. Too far back. Okay. So I thought this Perfect. was one of the most anxiety-written scenes um, where... You know, everything is the fact that you're just stuck in this massive horde and at any moment if anything went wrong, they could literally all just swarm you and you can't fight out, fight them off. That right there was terrifying. And I think they did a really great job. And remember when Beta, I think it was Beta, was like tighten up mm-hmm. and everyone, you know, you got they started growing in closer. That right there was great. Uh, Carol sucks. And I understand <laughs> why she did what she did. But my God, that was just so sad and awful. But it just kind of shows you that you you have to literally you're fighting for your own survival and in order to do that some people may die for you to live and that was horrifying but still like yeesh the only issue i had with this and i've had it for a long time is that no one's wearing face covering masks think how bad that shit smells oh yeah there are dead bodies these are dead bodies walking around it must smell horrid but here's what I felt that because this is not something that's brand new, that you know how you, after a while, if you live in your own yeah, field, yeah, you, get used you to can't, it. You, get you get used, used to, it. to it. You know, it's a Febreze commercial. But still, they should at least acknowledge it. I want to see somebody gag or something. But, well, you, you know, know, maybe that's in another show. <sighs> maybe, maybe. Huh. Oh, yeah, maybe. You're right. Maybe you're right. The kids. Oh, right. The kids. Yep, yep. All there right. you go. All right. All right. So what are we up to now? So, oh, and one more right, thing. The reason why it kind of felt disjointed and certain things wasn't fully matching up, you have have to remember this they shut down production yeah, in yeah. march and it's not just oh they filmed everything they have different uh, special effects teams and different writers and producers spread out throughout the, the whole it's not just america they're in different countries and so they couldn't get the scenes that they they had yeah. but they couldn't finish them so that's why it's a little funky yeah i, I could understand that and that, that's fine that's fine i'm just glad we got it yeah, but there was just some little parts. In it. So we get the members of the group. They finally make it out. And then they get over to the party wagon. And they turn on the boombox, which is playing, um, uh, which will it uh, They play on uh, the Talking Heads track. Oh, man. I'm blanking on the, the name of the song. Yeah, I forgot the oh, name of the God. song. Oh, uh, down the, oh, man. Down the oh, house. It's, a, it's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, well, they're playing a talking. <laughs> I, this, is, I, this sucks because I, oh, man, hold on, hold on. I, I Burning Down the House by Talking Heads. Burning Down the House. Do, do, do. Right, so they're playing that. Very fitting. right? Beta's freaking out now because now he's like, all right, something's up because this is obviously luring the herd. It's just luring the herd. So, and it was and also his competition back in the day. That is competition. There you go. But I think it's a combination of things because at first I was like, what does he give a shit? Then just keep going straight. But then I'm thinking, well, if let's say the herd followed the music, the ones that don't are clearly the whispers. And whoever was picking them off from the arrows, then knows where the whispers are. Because it's like, all right, well, the herd are following the sound, but we see like five or six over here that are just still coming over toward the hospital. So let's just let's kill those guys off. So now he's trying to figure it out. But that's when we cut over to the scene where they're in the pa- the, the the party wagon playing the music, and then you see some of the whispers coming, and they're still trying to fight those guys off. And then the herd is coming, and eventually they get overwhelmed, and they have to run off. And the whispers jump on top and just start smashing the boombox and going down that road. All right. All right. So what did you guys think of that whole thing of using the party wagon? And and, uh, the only issue, and I'll just get my part out of the way. 
Beta and them didn't see this on the road because it was clearly out in the open. That was the one thing that I noticed. It was like, oh, it wasn't even hidden. I don't know why in my mind I thought it was like hidden somewhere under like brush or something. It wasn't. It was just parked on the road. So, I don't know. Did you guys think this was a cool way of uh, luring them to get out of this? Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll go real quick. I'll just say, um, I mean, it is... I will say, yes, it, it, they had to explain how they were going to to lure the herd away. I'm glad, however, that they had issues with that whole process, and it wasn't a complete success because you saw when it got to the nighttime, you know, they, eventually, you know, some of those uh, whisperers did get close to the vehicle, and they tore it apart towards the end. So it wasn't like they successfully got fully to fully to where they needed to be at. Um, they got a little bit scattered. So I'm glad that they show that they still struggled to f- to make this plan work because it, it would have just w- the one thing that I will say when you mentioned earlier about you know you see this massive massive herd I'm thinking to myself how the hell are they going to get out of this and the whole time it would seem unrealistic if nothing happens if nobody gets killed although I would say yeah there probably should have been some bigger deaths that did happen um, it, it would just be completely unrealistic if that was to to really happen. But yeah, I mean, I I was okay with this uh, solution. The only thing I did think was comical is that the same song will be playing all the way into the night, uh, unless they just had it on complete on, 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 on loop. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah man. That's the other yeah. one. But yeah. that's all I had to say. All right. So this is right, so this part was okay. I was like, all right, whatever. It's the part that after this that sort of threw me off, and it's when they regroup. Now, it's Daryl and Carol and Luke and a few other members, and they regroup, and they were like, I think it was Daryl that came up with that. He was like, we know, we have to go back. It's like, what do you mean we got to go back? There's too many whispers there. We have to go back. We have to kill them all. Because if not, they're going to eventually get to the everyone else that's in the hospital. So we have to just, this is it. This is our stand. If it happens, someone else may not get out of this, but we got to do this. And so then they decide to go back. And the only issue that I had here is that that pretty much should have been the plan then to think about. If you already have the guts covered, Narnie, right? Just wander around, just, you know, sneak around, walk through and just see which one sort of stand out and so start stabbing people. <laughs> That's it. If you see someone like, oh, I think that could be a whisper, you know, and then just keep moving real silent. But now that you have now this whole have- chaos, this commotion, all this stuff going on, it, it gets things complicated. And then for him to say, all right, now let's go back into that while we have all the, this horde heading over to us because of the, the boom box. I don't know. That that just that nope. felt out of place also, that planning. Oh, and re- I just realized I failed to mention one thing, just so anyone was wondering. Negan had walked out of the group after he had a conversation with Lydia. Right, talking about being a hero and the whole thing, and he just he put on his mask and he left. So he's not part of this group, but he is out there. So that's that's another part yeah. to, to remember. All right, what, did, what were you gonna say, Rich? Let me just say real quick. What, what, what I, I also agree with uh, your criticism of this particular issue, and that goes back to the funny thing I think is you know even after they came up with that plan and decided we'll just go back and kill the whisperers, it's like you know. Uh, Beta saw this happening, and there was still no response. So this goes back to what Carlos said earlier, where you asked what was his uh, initial plan when he decided to come to exactly where they was at. And yeah, maybe he just figured that they were going to uh, eventually get into the facility, and they were going to get their hands on everybody. But yeah, he they definitely he definitely should have thought this through, as opposed to just have the whole herd show up there only so that they still have no plan. And they still get killed in the process. Well, especially especially Beta, because he was the one, when Alpha was still alive, he was the one that was kind of like the voice of reason. He was the one telling Alpha, hey, you know, you're you're messing up here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, so when he when, when he was in charge, it's like, it didn't get any much better. I think it actually got worse. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alpha, did, Alpha did do damage. Beta didn't really, you know, they killed two people. Yeah, that's it. No, they killed three. My bad. Dana, were you cool with this plan? Did this make sense when you heard it? Not particularly at first. Um, not really. No. I was slightly, no, not really. It just didn't make any sense. And I kind of felt that writing-wise, it was just something to get us to the next point in the script. And, and some people, if they're like, oh, well, what would you have done? Well, this is in my mind. This is what I was saying. All right, so you have Gabriel stay in the, in the hospital, hold down the fort. We have this crew that comes out, but we split up in two parts. One group, head over toward the party wagon to turn on the music. Another group, get your blades out 
and just wander around and just, you know, walk like a zombie, act like a zombie. Just observe and see if you notice any of these whispers and try to pick them off. Because once that music plays, as we see here, even though all this is happening, there are still a good number of the whispers that still are storming the hospital. Because that leads to the next part. So that's you what know, I would have done. Whoop. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, let me say this real quick. It, 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 you know, it's, it's so funny that you mentioned how what their plan was because that is exactly what the other whisperers were doing, walking around with knives. And then when they saw someone, wait a second, that looks like one of our enemies. Go try to stab the person. So... Yeah. But yeah, that, that's funny. We're going to continue. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So then this is, and I have this in my notes listed as unbelievable. This, this really, that's it. You know, quote Biggie on this one. Cause this, this, I, I paused it. When I watched it, I, I had to pause. I was like, all right. So, and this is the part where Gabriel, the, you have some of the whispers, they're banging down on that door and they're about to break through. And Gabriel gives a speech to, to Judith. He's like, don't worry about it. You guys go. They head down to their escape hatch to get to wherever they have to go. We don't see where they go. They obviously leave. But he's there with a shotgun. He's like, all right, this is it. I got them. Guy number one, whisper number one comes in, boom, he takes a shot, he's down. But everyone keeps coming in, they attack him, they bring him down to the ground. It looks like they're about to finish him off, and then we get Ninja. Ninja shows up, and uh, no, I'm not talking about the one from uh, the, the game of Fortnite Ninja. I'm talking about this freaking Snake Eyes looking guy that shows up that's walking with Maggie. Both of them show up. Maggie's there with the Ninja, Ninja chopping everybody up. Right, and then he looked like he was about to to put an end to Gabriel as well, and, and, and Maggie was like, "No, no, no. He, I know him. I know. Him. Well, I would think so because you were in route to this whole to to the hospital for a reason, right? But uh, it was so weird that whole moment. It's like it's unbelievable the timing. Like, all right, so you didn't hear the music outside. You didn't see the commotion outside. I would think if that you if you were in route and you heard the music of burning down the house and all that, obviously, those are your people, and they're trying to lure the herd away. They need help. Something's going on. I don't know. I would have, if I was Maggie in that situation, I would have gone closer to that. I was like, well, maybe they need my help. They're doing something there. But no, she heads toward the hospital. She, perfect timing. They save Gabriel. They embrace, and uh, that's it. So what did you guys think of that whole little segment there of how they reintroduce and bring back Maggie into the story and into the, the brand? I thought that if you would see a massive horde and see a building and kind of know where your people would be at, that you would probably go into the building as well. No? Yes, but remember, at this point, the music was already playing. So then you would think that maybe that they were in a wagon or some kind of vehicle luring them away. Like, uh, I think Luke had called it the, the Pied Piper situation. It was like, yeah, we're just going to go plates. So then maybe, I. Well, this is what I'm thinking, oh, they maybe got out. Couldn't... My people got out and they're in a wagon. And they've figured out a way to lure the horde away. So let me go help them out. Why am I going to keep going? They probably all got out. Or you could easily say they're using that as a diversion. They could have easily had the boombox, had the horses, and the horses could have just been taking off galloping. Okay. All right. Then answer this one. She didn't have any of the gut stuff. I, I, I couldn't tell if Ninja had any gut stuff well, on him. Well, he had Ninja. You don't need any guts when you got Ninja running around. I guess. I don't know. What did you guys think of that, <laughs> that whole little moment there? I know. It was crazy. And if, if people, if they haven't seen it, if you're watching this this spoiler review, then sorry. You guys need to see it because literally the dude was acting like a ninja. Like it's just his stance and the way he was just chopping these people. Sort of like the way Michonne, when she had her, her, her katana and how she was putting people down. Well, zombies. She down. killed the kids. Yeah, she killed it. Well, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good scene. That was a good scene. Got to do what you got to do to save your family. Oh man! So, what did you guys think, Carlos? Rich, what did you think of this whole thing of Maggie coming back this way with Ninja Boy? Well, it's it's kind of similar to what I said earlier that it it just seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, I mean, it's a pleasant surprise because I I actually like Maggie as a character, mm-hmm. and plus, you know, the Hilltop needed a <laughs> needed a leader. I mean, there's no more Hill, Hilltop, but you know. The original leader finally came back. Um, so yeah, the I mean, you call him Ninja, I call him Kratos. That dude was like Kratos. I want to know his backstory. I want to know where the hell he's been. Why hasn't he shown up in the previous seasons? Why is he showing up to the? He's only gonna have. We're only gonna get one season of this of this Ninja Kratos mm-hmm. dude. And oh. I'm like, man, I want to see more. I want a spinoff. I want a movie. I want books. Damn. I want comics hey. from this dude. Hey. I want a video game. I'm 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 fully on board with that with with with, with, with you on that. Um, mm-hmm. let, let me let me just th- throw in this point real real quick uh, to answer your question, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally think 
this scene would have been more meaningful if we didn't even see Maggie until that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another part. That would have yeah. been perfect if we didn't see that part where she was looking at the map. But I guess they we had agree. to show that she knew where she was going yeah. for a reason. Yeah. So, who but, left the note? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to interject, though. Who yeah. left the note? The one that said Jesus is dead? Like, that one. The showrunners. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doing that type of thing. They're like, all right, we're going to do some method acting, right? You're going to find this note. Read it. Uh, did you see Blair Witch, the original? Yeah, yeah. Like that. React to the note. Well, that, that that's a good, that's a great question. I mean, I, I assume maybe it has happened in a previous episode. And we missed that detail. But uh, I still, the whole thing with Maggie seeing, you know, where she's going. I would have had that particular scene like for the last episode, the previous episode or at another point in the season. Because, again, when you when you see that moment where, you know, we see that Gabriel is looks like he about to get, uh, you know, he about to get yeah, killed. They were about to put him down. It, yeah. it, it, it's like you, you have to you, I mean, you, you have to assume, well, he's probably going to get saved. But it would have been more meaningful if we didn't see Car- if we didn't see her before then, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is awesome. She's back now. That's great. Yeah. But no, no, it just it, it, t- it took away from it for me personally. But, Wait, but I found that scene to be incredibly funny, and not funny. I meant corny. Yeah, <laughs> because it was it was so heavy handed with oh my god they're gonna kill off the black guy. That... <laughs> oh damn, a priest, a priest, and the, the priest, the blind priest, black guy with one eye. You know, this is really cold blooded. And even that scene that he had with the was he the one with the girl? Yes, the scene he had with the yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. And then also on top of that, remember you had Negan with the girl. So yeah. it was so heavy handed with like someone's gonna die and prepare yourself for emotions and yes i did in that moment expect him to die because that's kind of what happens to black people in these you know situations but but also in this whole part yeah he was gone in the comics so oh oh, well then so yeah you guys so i guess those who read the comics was like oh he's finally gonna go this way then so but it was it was the thing overall it was really like heavy-handed and I do understand what you're saying about the fact of not seeing Carol, so that way it doesn't ruin the surprise. Oh, but I, well, Mag, sorry, Maggie. But I kind of felt that Maggie had to be in the front in order to guide the rest of the crew in, in Black Noir, because Black Noir, to me, he looked like he was just killing everybody. If you, yeah, that, you, no, yeah, he looked like he was about to put an end to him too. He was like, "Yo, I'm clearing this room. Everyone goes." Didn't matter if they were holding him down. He's my enemy also. Everybody Right. So my thing is, I don't know where he comes from, but I wonder if Carol is the only one who can control him. Oh, Maggie. I'm sorry. I keep saying Carol. But I felt that I don't know if Maggie is the only one who can control him. We'll find out. I'm sure there'll be more to that. And that that is how they will get you to watch. Well, then also, yeah, yeah, that's true. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. There you go. But (laughs) speaking of stay tuned, the scene after this is probably the most defining moment and probably the most talked about moment of this episode. And this is a scene where you see Beta, and Beta's just walking around doing the zombie thing, looking for some of the other members of the group. And then you see Negan, because you can recognize he's wearing a mask, he has his jacket on, and he says, Hey, shithead. And man, Beta loses it. Sees him, he just breaks out of the whole slow walk and rushes him. They just start brawling it out. Big fight breaks out, but this is it. Rich, what happens? What happens to Beta here? Well, um, I, w- I want you to go back to Dana because I think Dana was about to say something else. Oh, Dana, you were going to say yeah. something? Because this yeah, is a yeah, big yeah. scene. I want somebody that's going to put some umph on this. This is a big yeah, scene. Yeah. Dana, let's, let's go with Dana, Dana first. Dana. Whoa, all what? the pressure on me. Yeah, well, all I... the pressure. <laughs> this fight, this fight breaks out. And what happens, what happens to Beta? I didn't see this coming at all. I did not see any of this coming. <laughs> no one did. We're yeah, watching. There you go. Yeah, um, here's, right. So here's the thing that I didn't. When I'm watching the scene, right, and they start fighting, 
my thing is that makes a sound. I mean, they're grunting and screaming and yelling at each other. So I was expecting for the herd to come and just kind of take them both out. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I've well, I, I, yeah, And I thought that part sort of that I was on that same path. I was like, he's making a lot of noise. He's on top at this point. Negan's mm-hmm. on the bottom. He's just pounding on him, the whole big thing. And I, that, just like you said, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to go after him first because he's on top. But then again... He smells like fucking zombie shit. He's got all the guts and stuff on him, so they probably wouldn't for both of them. Because I think Negan was also covered in that. But keep going. But even if you would say, "Oh, he smells like the blood and the guts," thing they would have at least attacked Negan because you see, as a zombie, you see another zombie attacking somebody who is alive. So I would have just thought it would have been a free for all. Um, I thought that the fight itself was very good, well choreographed. It was brutal, but I felt it was too short. It was very short. It was very short. I, for me, it kind of was similar to like you, if you ever watched The Wire and you kind of expected mm-hmm. this big drawn out thing with Omar, and instead, you know, oh, Omar got caught by a five year old mm-hmm. in the in, buying candy. Yeah, so that's... it was it was kind of like jarring about that. I did not like that, but at the very same time, I guess I can kind of appreciate it because you're in this environment where you never know when and how you're going to die. And sometimes it just may be very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing, he did say, um, what was it? I forgot the final words. The, the woman whose head was decapitated and she was like, ah, in the previous episode, I am completely losing names. Alpha. Yes. Alpha. No, was that Alpha? No, the Alpha. woman. The woman, the, the leader of the group, of the whispers. Yes. Yeah, Alpha. Okay. So he was like, you know, this is for Alpha mm-hmm. and that whole situation. But it just felt that it was kind of too clean and too choreographed in the sense that you aim directly in the path of both eyes. And it did that weird little cross <laughs> thing. It was in the perfect, yeah, both it eyes. It was too perfect and just too clean. Um, also, another thing that I didn't quite understand he, Beta, has the ability to kind of talk to the other whisperers, and I thought he was going to kind of call them over, and that didn't happen either. So, um, it was good. So he sticks it to the, the blades in in Beta's mm-hmm. eyes. Beta looks up and yes. he pulls these things out. First, it of was all, like a Jesus moment. Yeah, he, where he. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That that's the part that I didn't. I was like, all right, I get it. But if you get the stabbed in both eyes, I'm you're gonna collapse, right? I don't care how badass you are. I, you're gonna I've scream, never. You're gonna scream holy hell, oh. and you're gonna collapse. But the thing you could also say is that he was already expecting his death, and he accepted it. And that maybe when the adrenaline is rushing through, you hear those weird things. Where like, oh, he got stabbed in the head with an axe and just pulled it out and kept. He walked to the hospital. So maybe it was the adrenaline itself and the fact that he accepted that he was going to die, and he accepted death itself, where he just had the strength to pull it out. Because after pulling it out, he kind of did that whole, uh, like a, he had the flashbacks. Yeah, he had the he flashbacks. Had the flashbacks with Al- and all that mm-hmm. stuff and and this is a part and and then I, he just allowed himself to be consumed by yeah, well, they, yeah they, that goes to the point that we were talking about where these zombies would attack for some reason they found that point maybe the smell of the fresh blood because his eyes and a whole thing but he got but negan got stabbed as well wasn't he also stabbed so that even, would create blood no I if he's dead a lot was going uh-huh. on I didn't really see it. I saw a lot of fighting. At least slight, a little, you know, cut. Yeah, he got a little bit, but it wasn't nothing serious because then Daryl came over and he stood up with him. He picked him up and then this is, but before we jump into that, he he has these flashbacks, Beta has these Uh flashbacks to Alpha. He pulls those things out and then, yeah, as he's falling back, all the walkers, they're just eating him and stuff and his mask starts ripping off Uh and they show his face. I don't recognize him, but... Negan recognizes him, and he's like, whoa, you see who that is? And then Daryl replies, yeah, nobody. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, because, wait, no, why didn't they tell us who he was? Like, I guess it's a a fictional celebrity in that universe. I was hoping that it would be a real celebrity that we would know. Like, maybe, hell, maybe it would be the, the actual actor. You know, that we know as an actor. Like, they would also know, oh, we know him from Sons of Anarchy. You know, it's like, oh, that's that actor. But we know he's a musician because we saw the poster in a few episodes before that. But still, it it just, whatever. It's one of those things. At least they know. So even though we sort of were picking up on the nods that he was a musician, he's obviously someone famous. Uh, Alpha sort of hinted at it, too, when she saw his face. Like, oh, you know. So he was someone famous. 
And then something happened. It snapped. He had his buddy. And remember, his mask that he was wearing was his buddy's. So that was the whole thing. So something snapped in him. And he needed someone to follow. And then that's where Alpha filled in. She played Mama to him. That was it. It's that type of moment. And uh, so for this to happen, for him to say that, I'm like, ah, that burning feeling of like, well, who is he? But then again, I don't think it matters to us. Because we wouldn't know. Because this isn't within that world. What do you think, well, yeah, it, it, it definitely wouldn't matter because he, he lost himself when he decided to make this turn and become Beta. He was no longer the same person he was before all this stuff happened. Uh, and the one comment I did want to add, I understand why he had the flashbacks. Because if you ever heard the, say, the saying, your life flashes before your eyes, you know. So, yeah, I guess they literally and figuratively wanted to show us that. Um, but it would have been good to show him how he was before this happened when they did the flashback. So then you would again see this is what the guy looked like before mm-hmm. all that stuff happened. Well, well yeah. I'll tell you this much. Uh, this was a better ending for Beta than the comic book ending that yeah. they had. <laughs> that one, it was very uneventful. When we were talking about uneventful, and you brought back the, the, the sad, I wish I had a little beer to spill for Omar, because that was horrible over in The Wire, how he went out. <laughs> that, that still bothers me. But uh, yeah, in the comic, he sees two members of the of the group in the woods, and he approaches one and starts fighting with them, and then another one just shoots him with a shotgun and kills him. And then that was it. That's how it ended. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't a big battle. It wasn't a main character that did it. And so to have it done this way, it was like okay, this was a better approach. This is the, yeah. I I enjoyed this end for beta. And, 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 and I tell you what, we, we will also give them bonus points because even though the encounter was short. The fact that they put Negan in that, because Negan and him had tension, yeah, uh-huh. we saw from mm-hmm. uh, from other episodes. So I, I'm glad <laughs> that that final encounter with Negan was a part of the whole final mm-hmm. battle between the both of them. Yeah, because for a, uh, a few seconds there, I thought it was going to be Lydia. Because that was a, that's one little uh, part yeah. that I, I failed to mention in my notes. I just realized here, I put little notes here. Remember, Lydia walked Lydia. by and she said Alpha. She mm-hmm. like lured him to go into a different direction. I guess she was sort of like trying to get him away from the group that he was with. So this was like a whole little setup, but we didn't hear this setup. It didn't seem like she had this worked out with Negan, but she does that whole little thing. And then he looks over and then that's when, hey, shithead, you know, that whole thing occurs. But we get cut. Now it's daylight. All right. So I guess this happened all night. A lot of craziness. And then this is where we see Carol and Lydia. They, they've already had the whole thing with the horde. They're still walking toward this cliffside. This is the part I don't understand. Carlos, anybody, can you explain how this still happened if they didn't have the boombox? Well, I mean, I guess the way I understood it is that Lydia, I mean, she she got everything from Alpha. She knew how she to said, command yeah, the horse. She said. she said, I know how to do this because she told him, like, I know how to get them to, to go where they go. My, my mom showed me the whole thing. I did it for the longest time. I was like, okay, but they cut that part. Like, we don't know how that happened, what she did. I guess it's, it's similar to how Beta would do things because they. I, I, if I'm trying to remember if they sh- ever showed Negan how it was done. I know in the comics they did, but it was like they would go into a group and then they would like sort of like nudge them and then they would like make noises and nudge and they would just that would be enough to lure them. It was weird. It's a weird way to just like corral them in a certain direction. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you should think too much about that one. I think it's just Lydia, <laughs> Lydia, like just wrangled all of these yeah. all these she, walkers she was able into to do it. The, into I mean that's still a massive group if you when they show that far shot oh man it was, uh-huh. yeah but i guess that they had they had an advantage that all of them were concentrated in one area so they didn't mm-hmm. and then the, here's the other part they didn't really clear up but i guess it's done all the whispers are dead that's it that's the other part of this they're all dead well, that, because that's that's one of the parts and and i i'm, I'm agreeing with dana sai um because it's like they got taken down so easily by a group that has no clue how to how to live, how to survive, right. how to well, fight. Hell, they they of so how to engage, yeah. Uh-huh. Especially especially since all of the all of the the whispers, you know, they were camouflaged. <clears throat> they were wearing masks. You know, they were walking. They did the sounds exactly exactly like the the walkers did. The other the other people, the you know, part of the Daryl and Carol and all of them. They didn't have masks, so when when you have a horde of zombies and you have a and you have a horde of 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 people with makeup and you know look clean in their faces, you can tell them apart yeah, really yeah. easily. 
So <laughs> that was the part I just... didn't understand. And I guess that's where the TV show part of it. They're like, well, we have these actors. We can't cover their faces. We need to show whoa, their whoa, faces. Whoa. We need to see I, the concern I... and the, the fear in their eyes. Like, But that's not how it would be done. You would want to cover your face. Because you know, like you just said, Carlos, there's whispers out to kill you. And if you're not covering your face, all they have to do is look and say, all right, yeah, I see a guy walking with a hood. Is that a zombie? No, it's not. Because look, he just used some Purell all over his face. He's nice and clean. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. So uh, I, have a que- I have a question, but I want Dana to go first. Then I'll ask my question. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that from an audience standpoint, that's where you kind of get more of the heightened tension. So I understand that in the world, <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense. But just as a watcher... That's how you're able to, you know, my anxiety was at like 100 during this whole episode. (laughs) So I thought that, you know, as an audience member, it was very, they did a very good job with that. All right. All right. So so I I, I, I definitely agree with that point. And now my question that I would ask you three is, would this be a, would have been a more believable story to tell if a more important character died? in the process of trying to get free from this herd. Because you remember that scene yeah. t- t- towards the end when they were leading them to the the uh, you know the cliff, you thought that well, Carol... Oh, wait, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, okay, right, okay. Right, right, oh. I'll get there right now. All right, so right before that happens, we see this herd, and they're heading towards the side of the cliff, but somebody needs to stand in front. Lydia's like, all right, I'm going to do this. And Carol just grabs her. He's like, no, I'm going to finish. And because the, the whole idea is that if you stand on the cliffside... They're going to follow you, but then that means they're going to push you over as well. So that person is going to die. So that hints at what you were getting at, Rich. That this is your main character that's going to die. Carol is going to die at this episode. This is it. We're mm-hmm. saying goodbye. But you know who spoiled this? You know who spoiled AMC. this? AMC. AMC fucking spoiled this when they announced that Daryl and Carol are getting spinoffs. Unless they're flashbacks or you know, before all this. Thing. Nobody <laughs> wants to see her as a, a, a housewife getting beat up by her husband. You know, because that, 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 remember, Jeez. they went back. That's what it would be. Remember, because when we first I, I, introduced I, her, that's that's how she was. She was an abused housewife. So we know that it's not going to be a prequel. So once she went in the front, I'm like, well, she's either going to hold on to the side or something's going to happen. She's not going. What did you think, Dan? First of all, I hated this entire ending part. I, I, I just... I just I didn't like it at all, and also the fact that AMC spoiled this already. You know, yeah. you kind of knew where this was going that she wasn't going to die, or there could have been a whole Rick Grimes situation because remember he's getting his own movie. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's, also, he's what dead. Did you think you think he was going to show with no. a helicopter over the cliff and throw a rope and like pick it up, Carol, grab the rope. <laughs> what did she? Like. Also, couldn't she just quickly dart to like the side and hide in she between the to rocks? Die. I think that was the thing. It, she felt bad for everything that she had she's done, and then we'll get into it with another character that makes an appearance. It was so. But she felt, felt guilty. She felt guilty about a lot of things in her life. Every child that she's ever taken care of has passed away. Something horrible. So this is something that she just felt she had to do. I, w- I would have been fine with her dying, but AMC, you know, you suck. Well, well, as we just gave away, she does not die. Lydia grabs her hand and pulls her alongside to safety, and then you just start seeing the horde just spilling over. They just, just blindly. And even the right. fact that the cliff thing was corny. Yeah, the cliff thing. Yeah. Like visually, it's, it's like, oh, it's really pretty. Everyone's falling off a cliff. But just watching it, it was like, that's it. Yeah, they do another embrace. They're crying. They're hugging. This is it—a bonding moment. They're they're happy together. Well, then they're she'll cool. die because everyone she bonds with dies. Well, that's it. But here's the thing: the walkers fall over, and it looks like they're falling over into like a ravine or something that's below there. But they're not going to die, so they're just going to float downstream and terrorize another group. <laughs> because they're just, they're just contaminating the water supply. That's it. And we'll get into it when we cover fear, because in fear there was one season where they went to a lighthouse. And if you remember, there was walkers, there was a fence along the side of the beach. And I'm like, why do you have a fence for the beach? And I was like, because the walkers. And you would see people just walking out, walkers just walking out of the ocean. And then they would just stab them through the fence. So this is how that happened. They all fell off the cliff. They get washed down. And then they just float all the way over to an island. And then they just start walking again. Oh, well, we are getting that anthology that takes place in different parts of America. So that could, you know, that have some form of connection. There we go. All right. So let's see. Where are we now? I think this is toward the end. Oh, is this the part with uh with Connie? 
trying to remember if this is yes. the part. This is the part where Connie, yep. right? So then, yes. All right, so. All right, Carlos, you can bring this up because you, you caught this quick. I didn't catch this. Yeah, um, we saw someone, you know, getting up from the rubble, the ashes. I don't know what to call it, but, you know, a person emerged and was covered in, in dirt. And I'm like, well, who's this? And then she started looking. I'm like, oh, it's Connie. She's alive. I'm not surprised. She's Daryl's love interest. She has to be alive. <laughs> So we saw her, you know, the last the last time we saw her, it, it was she was, you know, caught in the explosion with uh, who was she with in the explosion? Was it Magna? Yeah. Yeah. Magna yeah, caught in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magna was there. Yeah. Then it was Ash. She was covered in ash. <laughs> yeah. She was covered in ash and her and Connie. And because Carol speaking to Carol, she blew it literally and figuratively. She blew it in the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so, why she wanted to kill us. She felt bad because that was the other thing. She had a little moment with Daryl. Remember, it was like, "Do you love me?" You know, like it was like, "Was yeah, it, yeah. it was Daryl that said that?" Do you still love me? And that was another. I think that was sort of fan service because everybody's always wanted them to get together. And I'm sure some people took that the wrong way. They're like, "Oh shit, they're gonna go at it." No, they give another little hug. And but all right, so keep going. Yeah. So we saw her. She's 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 alive, and we're like, great. And actually, I really like her character. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that she's still alive, um, even though I, I expected it. Yeah, right. Did anybody think she was dead? Yes. You did? You really think that this is the way they were going to kill her off? Because they showed yes. that she was finding a way out. She found another route. She didn't just stay there. She, it looked like she found a way, but then, of course, everything closes up. So Look, Dana, let, let, let's just be real here. Daryl already, already lost the first love interest in his life, Rick Grimes. He right. can lose two. <laughs> <laughs> in consecutive seasons. So, you know, there, it was inevitable to keep her alive. We got to keep Norman Reedus happy. He's the, he's a money maker here. The money maker. Love hurts. People die, though. That's true. People die. There, There's no coming back unless you come back as a walker in a flashback. All right. But yeah, she, 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 she popped up. There was a, there was a, she, she was struggling to walk. So she, I mean, she fell down. There's a, there's a horse coming in. With a writer, there wasn't much shock to who this person was because we saw him at the beginning of the episode, and that was uh, what's his name, v- uh, Vince Vir- Vir- Virgil, Virgil. Oh, Virgil, 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 yeah. Virgil from uh, you know from the Michonne adventures in in that island in Crazy <laughs> Island. Yeah, they could have just killed him off. They could have just killed him, but they did not because Michonne was like, "Nah, I'm not Michonne is go merciful." That. Yeah, went to yeah, Michonne's merciful, and you know. Which he also wanna... made no sense because he locked her up in a cage with the other people. Remember the other the other crew were like, "We've been here for weeks." That's horrible. horrible. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh but yeah, he, he. I'm 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 guessing he's gonna he's gonna redeem himself. He's you know it's 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 crazy. Virgil is having a sort of a oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, exactly. A Morgan moment. Yeah. yeah. That's uh-uh. it's a Morgan moment. Um. So he's gonna go through his uh his revenge tour and might get. A spinoff because of it. Who knows? That could be. Could be. Uh-huh. All right. And so the last main scene. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Before you, before you continue, uh, you know, I, I, I'm making jokes about the the love interest between Daryl and her, but it's real, and we know that Daryl and Carol are gonna have their own uh, spinoff. I wonder where she's gonna be involved with this. Now is that to get, now, Dana? You you brought yes. some of the, is are they together or is it two separate? From my understanding, they are together because they keep saying Daryl and Carol spin off and oh. not spin offs. All right, so it's a singular. Okay, so they mm-hmm. they're gonna have their own. Yeah, that could be. Who knows? Anything is possible. Anything, but then I guess Connie's um, out of luck. There goes that. All right, so then the last <laughs> the last scene. But then again, this one sort of does like a weird time jump. It's later in that day because when we saw all the walkers going over the cliffside, it's daytime. When we now cut to Eugene, Ezekiel, Yumika, and Princess, it's night. And they're over at the shipyard. This was the meeting ground where Eugene was going to meet his contact, who was part of the other group. There's no one there. He's already thinking that they missed their chance and everything's for not. They're done. And uh, what was the comment that it, he said something and Princess was like, oh, you must be really horny or something like that. Because he said something about the girl and they, they all chuckled. But all of a sudden, big floodlights kick in. You see all these troopers with their guns running out. Put down Stop your weapons. Put down your weapons. Screaming in the whole thing. They drop their weapons. And there you go. 
that's the end of the episode. That is the season finale. What did you guys I never, think? Of? I, I never. Oh, go ahead, Dana. Oh, I was gonna just say I was distracted by the the, the costuming on the people who got who arrested them. It was a <laughs> yeah. cross between Stormtrooper and Tron. But it is identical to what they wore in the <laughs> comics. That, that, that was the same thing. I in the comics, it looked like um, dirt bike suits. Like it was like they were wearing like those dirt bike vests and and helmets and stuff like that. But, it looked uh, like it was powered by electricity. Like they could just zap you. They could zap you, right? Yeah. No, Did they have any kind of like special technology in no, the comics? No, no, no. It's it, that's no. what it looked like. It looked no. futuristic. Yeah, it will. You know, unless they add that, it's always a possibility. But no. What are they zombie proof? No, not zombie proof either. That was it. They oh, just have uh, oh. suits on. They're fully covered so that way, if they if a worker tries to bite them. They're, they're well, so they're zombie proof in, in zombie a way, proof. zombie bite proof. You know, because think about it, a zombie their bite, their teeth are rotted, so it's not like it's gonna really penetrate like a shark bite. The, their teeth and stuff would just like rot away. If, if it's just going against the flesh, yeah, it can rip the skin, and that's enough. But if you put on some tough leather of some don't, Kevlar, don't, don't underestimate the power of a walker, man. <laughs> power of the walker. All right, and then that was it. That was the season finale. And for those who don't know, this is it. That's the Commonwealth. That's the Commonwealth. This. Everything we saw, the end of beta, there is no coming back. The whispers, the story with the whispers, it's done. There is nobody who comes up in line. We're not going to see any rise up. It is finished. This is it. And if you don't know, uh, AMC already had announced that season 11 will be the final season for The Walking Dead. Um, What They said 20 episodes, right? 30. 30 episodes. 30. See, no, if that's 30, you that, that's two seasons right there. Why this are they is how it breaks. Why did they do it, that? Well, why were they creating 18 more shows? Money. No, no, I understand it. But, I mean, yep. why not break it off into season 11 and 12 with 30 episodes? I thought it was Because 20. I think COVID. It just ridiculously ruined everything. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, that's because also, if I remember right, the way they described the, the dates, they said, yeah, it's season 11 is the last one. As you said, there's 30 episodes, but it's supposed to take place from 2021 to 2022. Okay, okay here's the thing. It, um, The extra, we're getting six extra episodes that will air in 2021. Then in October of 2021, we have the season 11. So, okay? wait, wait. so. Mm-hmm. This is not the season finale? It is, but it's not. It's like, hey, bonus round, because everything got screwed. Oh. All right, now this is complicated. So, so season, we're, we're, what we thought was the the finale. It was the premiere of season and finale. And the extra episodes is kind of like a bridge to uh, season 11. Oh. Hmm. So what we did see was the intended ending with the whole stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah. But what they that... wasn't able to finish like they were remember there were stories there were storylines that didn't fully wrap up and then you guys how I was saying it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And random conversations. Yeah, yeah. Those will be included in the so, bonus six episodes. So it's kinda like if you've seen the the D V D version and you know how there's like you have the regular movie version and then you have like the director's cut. Mm-hmm. So those, yeah. Oh, sorry. Are these yep. going to be continued? So, for example, like the season ten. This is episode sixteen. Are those going to be seventeen, eighteen, nineteen? Is it going to go with that, or are they just cutting it and saying this is going to be the beginning of season eleven with those? No, books? no. It's season ten. It's what it was. What they intended to film in season ten, but couldn't uh-huh. get around to. Uh-huh. But it's not going to uh, kind of make it seem like it's. Ep- it's like it's season 11. It's still everything's contained in season 10. Oh, boy. All right. We'll have to see. And that's coming next year. So, um, yeah, Rich? I, I, yeah, I, I have a quick question uh, for you, for you, Adam. Um, so uh, now that uh, the herd, uh, Alpha and Beta are gone, what are the, what is the next, uh, the next adversaries that our heroes are supposed to face? The next adversary is, I guess... Here's a little, little spoiler, spoiler. But then again, I can't really say too much to spoiler because this content's out there. People really care. The source material is there. The comic is there. It's the governor. Yeah. It's the governor of the Commonwealth. So there is another governor situation. I remember when I first started reading, I was like, I sort of rolled my eyes. Another governor? Hey, we're going down <laughs> this road again. 
you know, and it's the same type of deal. The governor thinks she, that the, the person is doing right by the people and the whole thing, but really they're corrupt, da, da, da. It's a lot of that, but it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because in the comic, Rick is alive. Michonne is the one that interacts with the Commonwealth. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be much of a spoiler because we know, I, well, is it confirmed? I don't know if anyone here knows if it's confirmed, if Michonne's coming back for season, for the final season. I don't no think clue. that's confirmed. It no, hasn't I'll... been confirmed. Because uh, remember, it, if we no, saw they, her, her last scene... Think about it. They have to come back. They have to, It's right? the finale. It's finale. I just, you know... Well, Norman Reedus that... hinted that Rick was coming back for the finale also. Yeah, yeah. but but they, they did say Michonne is, is going to be a part of the Rick... Uh... Yeah, yeah. So, it, so and, and yeah. the only reason why I bring that up, because she, in, in the comic, it was Princess, it was... Uh, Ezekiel was already dead at this point. It was Princess Michonne. It was another uh, member of the group. And and uh, what happened is Michonne then finds her daughter. And people, a lot of people forgot she had a daughter. And she finds that her daughter is alive and she's living there in the Commonwealth. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens there. And Rick gets involved. A lot of It's very heavy with Rick and Michonne. The whole final season of the comics. And it's going to be interesting to see how they portray that in the series. Because both of those characters are not in it. They're not in this, but Ezekiel is. And Ezekiel, I think, is going to replace the Rick character because he is an authority figure. You know, he ran the kingdom. That was his thing. And I think that he will be playing the part of Rick. If people are like, oh, who's going to fill in with that? How, how is this going to work? And the same thing with Yumika, because Yumika, if you remember, her profession was a lawyer. That was Michonne's profession. She was a lawyer. That comes into play with the Commonwealth because that is a key part of how they keep that society running. Whatever you did in your past life, which is what our present, what we have, if you were a lawyer then, you're a lawyer now. You know, if you were a cook then, you're a cook now. So that plays a big part. So that's why it made sense when she joined. Because I was like, when she joined that little party group, I'm like, why is Yumika going on this adventure? Oh, wait a minute. She's a lawyer. So it's it's because she's a lawyer. That's why they're bringing her on this mission. That comes into play. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. They, yeah, I think. So those are the two that I think are going to carry on the story to replace the the Michonne and the Rick. But I still think, like you guys said, I think Rick and Michonne they have to show up, right? They, they, come on, now, you don't start a show and then walk away like two seasons or a season before the end and not come back when it when it's officially done. You know, you don't do that. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I unless they come to flashback. Especially, especially for these characters that were that weren't written off, they weren't killed, they were sidelined because yeah. you know they were doing other things. So it, it it makes sense to bring them back, even if if it's just for the mm-hmm. finale, like do a Maggie situation yeah. with this, and and just bring them back. Maybe the the last couple of episodes, maybe the last two or three. And just end it there, and then Michonne and Rick can be on their merry journey. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of cool things that could happen here, and this is really open ended, and that's why I'm really excited for this final season. Because some people are like, oh well, it's just it's in the comics. It's like, oh no, no, no. Besides the characters, there was a big time jump. There's a lot that happened in that final season of the comics that I I just want to see how they play it out, and I think a lot of it's going to be different. But also, I'm thinking maybe Michonne is already there because if you remember when we did see her in her last scene a few episodes back, she they show her approaching. It was like a, a a caravan of wagons. Remember that? There was like a whole caravan of wagons. They show her approaching because she was bringing the, the injured people mm-hmm. or the injured guy. The caravan wagons, the Commonwealth, that's how they, they travel. They have a caravan of wagons. They travel in groups just in case, you know, they get attacked. And they also send out groups of soldiers to go and clear the area. And so I'm just putting two and two together that maybe that is the group that's another group from the commonwealth she approaches them and maybe they will that's the other way they could play the whole thing out still that she is already there and she's with the daughter and the whole thing or maybe they just hinted that just in case michonne does decide to come back because remember when she left there was no covid there was no talk of this ending i remember they had talked about at least 12 seasons right they that's what i remember them saying they said 12 seasons the 12th season will be the last one that's the plan but now it's been cut to 11. So, And then also she was doing other things. She was doing Broadway. She had a few other stuff. So maybe some of those things got sidetracked where she could Black say, Panther. Well, there you go. Black Panther, I think, also got sidetracked due to some horrible tragedies that's, that's hit that franchise there. So anything's possible. 
All I know is that I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see where they go from here and seeing uh, the adventure end for this crew. Because I also feel that, yes, the Carol and Daryl spinoff, I don't think it's just going to be them two. There's got to be some other members of the cast that they bring aboard, right? You think it's just going to be Daryl and Carol and that's it? Um. Well, Um. maybe. Maybe at first. I mean, they announced a lot of shows. They got the anthology. You got the kids. You got Daryl and Carol. You I'm got the movie. Sh- you got the the two. What is it? The three movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. it's it's a let's, Does everyone need a spinoff? <sighs> I don't know, but we're gonna cover it. So that's the plan. So <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to the first episode of the I Am Negan, the the TWD Universe podcast. We are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. A few other places. We're gonna get this this show on the road. Got some cool art that's coming. Thanks to uh, Emilio Lopez, also from The Throwdown, also from a bunch of comics and, and DC and Marvel and video games. You've seen his, we can find him. So he, he's putting a nice piece of art for the show. So looking forward to it. And then that's it. We will see you with the next episode, which will be covering World Beyond, which is uh, the new spinoff. And we're not going to say the, the, the last spinoff, the current spinoff. It's just, we still the have fear. The first spinoff. No, it's not the spirit. It's not even oh, the, the first. Second, that's the what I'm saying, spirit. because we have fear. We still have fear. Right. And that comes back on the 11th. And that's still going. So we'll, we'll be able to cover that. So, But the next one will be the world beyond. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for joining us. And uh, anybody have anything you want to say? Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. definitely. Thanks. Hopefully, um, hopefully the next season can come pretty soon. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. All right, everybody. See you later. Peace.